This is They Said I'm Funny, a podcast for beginning comics and anybody who is interested in becoming a comic. We, yeah, the doors are open. Yeah, we, we have not, uh, it, it, chronologically in the uh, scheme of the podcast releases, it seems like we're doing this every week, but we kind of loaded up on the back end some uh, episodes and we haven't recorded in a few weeks um, We've missed for various guys. reasons. Yeah. And so we're still... We still haven't nailed down that intro. We got to come up with some catchy intro. I'm telling you, we're yeah. just going to steal AC's song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Life is I'm cooler fun. with They Said I'm Funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Don't this worry. is Adam Wolf, uh, one of your co-hosts, and... Justin you, Moreno. Yeah. Moreno. Moreno. All right. And today we have a special guest. This is the first guest that ever reached out to us uh, every other day and asked to be on the podcast... And it worked because he's here. Yes. Let's uh, everybody make some noise for Deshaun King. Clap in your own house. Oh, which claps? one is it? Do we remember which I one don't it remember. is? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, let's make some noise also for Deshaun King. Brown. Also on Brown. <laughs> Theme song. Oh, there, there we go. go. All right. There we go. All right. Good How are you doing? Deshaun? Good morning. Good morning. Deshaun. Good morning, everybody. You've got your coffee. Yes, I do. All right, so we're ready to go. So in about ten minutes, he's going to have to take a poop break. <laughs> <laughs> so just so everybody knows, uh, Deshaun is a local t- you, uh, Temple area comic. You're r- from around Temple. Yeah, he is a. Uh, he's been around for a while. I don't know since I started doing comedy again a couple of years ago. You've been, or a year and a half ago. You've you've been there the whole time. Took a little bit of a break. Uh, for those of you who don't uh, who don't know. Uh, Deshaun, that is not a filter. I didn't um, put like a James Earl Jones filter on Deshaun's voice. Uh, that is his actual voice. Um, and I, I honestly, th- he has a, a voice for a radio. Yeah. And is that what yeah. Sexy Chocolate? Is that what your nickname is? Or? Uh, now it is. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to make that the title of the episode. Uh, they said I'm funny, episode whatever, Sexual Chocolate. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Heck yeah. So yeah, how long have you been doing it? Uh, in Temple, I've been doing it for a good year or so. But in um, Colorado, where I'm from, I've been doing that for a good two, three years, I believe. Okay. And so that was where you went to college or where you grew up? Or a little bit of both? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Okay. So before we started... Um, Deshaun was telling us that he uh, got a putt-putt scholarship to Colorado State University, and we were really impressed. Yes. Yeah, we were confused. <laughs> uh, a putt-putt scholarship to Pueblo University. <laughs> Either way, I'm impressed. But it was um, Col- Colorado State University, Pueblo. So, little dash. Like can't you, We have like a UT El Paso, UT San Antonio, you know, Texas mm-hmm. A&M Corpus Christi. So, we have Pueblo. So Pueblo. It was. It's called Colorado State University Pub, a little small D two school, about thirty minutes uh, from Colorado Springs, where I stayed. There. I earned a degree in um, uh, mass communications, so a bachelor's in electronic media. So when I first walked on the campus, uh, the instructor who was in the radio, she was impressed. She was like, "Is that your voice?" I said, "Yes." She's like, "You're in my program." <laughs> Well, that was a good way to yeah. find a undergrad. Like usually, people have to talk to counselors or whatever. But you just walked around talking, yeah. Which is strange because usually women like run away from you when you start talking. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, so let's let's uh let's get this uh, get this uh, right off the bat that uh, Deshaun, um he uh, people give him a hard time a lot, and I I try not to. Yeah, and I think we're on the same hard, page. Like, it's hard to matter. not. Do it as a matter of um, <laughs> sounds like a guitar. We as bought these new uh, stands for the the microphone. Well, yeah, we, we thought we we'd thought make it better. Is, yeah. yeah, but apparently we were wrong. We, it's a work in progress. But yeah, so I, I yeah, how does do you enjoy that? Like the ribbing? Like I feel like you can take it and you can give it though. I mean, because some of your best nights are you going up there and then like roasting us too? You know. You gotta talk to. Shit. Yeah, you have to. Oh, talk. Can't, they right. can't see you. Not <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, I, I've been like that ever since you know I was a kid. So I have you know 
people pick on me. I had, you know, friends back me up. And then the more I got older, the more I realized, you know, eh, those who pick on me, you know, I just use that as some motivation to do better, to keep going. Because, hey, you know, we're in this world, you know, one time. So you you just got to learn how to take it, you know, take the dish. And also, um, you know, they say, of course, haters be motivated, and and also they say, um, though those who pick on you deep down, they realize, you know, hey, you know, they're your biggest supporters, so they got your back. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I don't think I make fun of you any more than I make fun of like Justin or Chelsea or anybody else. Yeah. But I feel bad because everybody gives you a hard time, and then, then yeah, we like don't ever want you to feel like it's we're like piling on, you know. Oh no, I just laugh at it. So like I was saying, normally when you approach a woman, they run away. No, I'm just joking. So, so did, did you ever work in radio or, or media? or? Because I know I'm not going to talk about your field unless you want to, but I know that that's not the field that you work in right now. Did you? Was that something you pursued? or? It, once I was in college, I basically... Uh, I basically did um, it all. So I did radio from some time, and then I did announcing for like the school bands. Uh, I did cheerleading. I did emceeing for this uh, showcase I was doing. Um, a few singing and everything. So I basically did it all. So with the voice I had, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I enjoyed radio, but I wanted to see what other things I was good at. So I just explored, and it turns out I was really good at entertaining. Yeah. I heard a good story about Deshaun because we worked together last year and uh, he just mentioned that you were part of the sports announcers. Well, is it true? Because <clears throat> I heard this, um, I guess, from third party. Is it true that you gave the kids like their own nicknames while while you announced them? I did, actually. <laughs> no offensive nicknames. No, 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 no. It was, um, I had to think of something very, uh, very cool. You know, when I was announcing, I'm like, okay, I got to get get the crowd like hyped up, you know, and I get these players, you know, like you know, motivation, you know. Give a, you know? Can you give us some nicknames? Give you, um, yeah, me, no. Oh, I want him me. To give, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I remember, uh, last year or 2020, there was this, uh, I was announcing a girls basketball game. There was a uh, one girl, her name was a uh, Trinity fly. So I'm like, uh, like it was something that popped in my head. So I thought of the name super fly, Trinity yeah. fly. And, Oddly enough, when they got their shirts, it was on the like they had like these custom shirts, and Superfly was on the back of a shirt. I'm they like, owe you. I gave her that nickname. You, yeah, you came up with that. Yeah, you should have trademarked that and then sued her. Yeah. You could have gotten all her high yeah. school money, <laughs> high school basketball <laughs> money. So, could like uh, Justin request? Can you give us nicknames? Uh, give give y'all two nicknames. Correct. Yeah. Let's see. Your name is Adam Wolf. Maybe like Adam the Go-To Wolf or Adam Wolfman Wolf or Adam Night Wolf Wolf or something Wolf. Uh, Adam Howling Wolf. Or... Okay. okay. We're getting better. Yeah. I was like, I was going to say you should have stuck with Superfly, but it got better. Is that your pro- your process of coming up with nicknames? You start just spitballing and then you until you hit something or? Usually I like to think of something first. Like, okay, think, think, think. And then if... It works. I just shoot it out. But then when people say they like it, then all right, then I'll work with it. So my name is kind of easy. Yeah, that's true. Let's do Justin real quick. It also means brown in Spanish. So if that helps you. Justin Marino. That's going to be a tough one right there. Yeah. I guess we could do Justin No Moreno. No more, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what how that fits sports, but it's the only thing I can think of. Um, Justin... Talentless. So my dad called me. <laughs> I can't think of another right now. No, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, we, so we, we let's come, come up with back. nicknames that your dad would. Justin, the embarrassment, embarrassment. Moreno. Yeah. Justin. The disappointment. I, I wish I had a different child, Moreno. I wish I had another son. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I can't believe he thinks he's going to do stand-up comedy, Moreno. Like, Justin, those I wish, all... Justin, I wish you were a girl, Moreno. Oh, yeah. That happened. I have a little sister. And oh. she is... So much better than you? so much in every aspect, every like aspect, athletic, yeah. smarter, prettier, funnier. Probably if she tried, I'll um, have to see a picture of her because I, I don't know that she's prettier than you. You're you're yeah. a very pretty <clears throat> guy. 
So you're allowed to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm laughing. Yeah. You, you're allowed to laugh. Just don't smack the table anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen on accident. Yeah, we all yeah for it, sure. But, um, so you, you started to ask about 10 minutes ago uh, how long you've been doing stand-up. Oh, yeah. So how yeah. long have you been? We keep getting... It's, yeah, it's good. To- total, yeah. you said two or three years in Colorado and then one year here. So about four or five years, maybe. Yes. Okay. Okay. So in Colorado, <clears throat> was that more of... um. Was that more theater participation or was that like you finding open mics in Colorado Springs? Oh, that was just finding open mics. So um, one day um, I was going on Facebook and I saw this place called uh, Looney's Comedy Lounge. I never heard of it, but they had um, headlining uh, Christopher Reed. Uh, those who don't know Christopher Reed, he was like this big rapper back in the day. They call him kids. So oh, from like House Kid Park. and Play. Yeah. Yes. So he was doing comedy. I'm like, what? So. I had to go, so I went and I saw him do his uh, stand-up comedy, and then I was blown away. I actually, you know, took a picture with the guy as well. Yeah, Kid and Play, uh, they were rappers. Okay, uh, they did House Party. I think they may have done. Well, they did like two or three did, House Party movies, three oh, like, house a couple parties, other movies. And there's one They're, movie called Class Act back in '92 uh, where yeah. they were played in high schools, but they switched places. Yeah, they're the ones that had the really high Tile, yeah. fades. Yeah, yeah, the high top fades. <coughs> yeah. Um, and they're redoing House Party. One of them in, passed away, didn't he? And LeBron. Nah, they're still alive. I thought one of them. Oh, no, that's Chris Cross. Doug Stanhope. No, Doug Stanhope <laughs> also had a high top fade, but he oh. is still alive. Yeah. The, with the, these these mic stands are not the correct. I, maybe I move them to the side so that only the mic stands. But yeah, I'm assuming if they had those movies that they were probably comedians prior to them getting those movie deals. You know, I, believe so. I don't know yeah. their history. I know that yeah, I don't know. what I knew them first was for rapping mm-hmm. and then the movie. So I don't know the history. Maybe we'll Google that. Maybe we like a, a Zach, bonus episode. Yeah. Maybe like a Zach Fox, episodes. like comedian, rapper. Now he's becoming an actor. I don't know if you. Anyway, I'm a fan of maybe that. a childish Gambino. That would yeah, be a there better reference. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't that's know who you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast and banish <laughs> me. Zach Fox, you said? Yeah. He's welcome here. Sounds like a jerk. If Childish Gambino ever comes on, I would like to meet that dude too. He's on the docket, but yeah, uh, we haven't gotten yeah, through we, to his agent. Yeah, yeah, he's on our list. So, <laughs> um, so what? What made you? Because you you had talked about okay, well, you were good at radio, you're good at announcing. Is that why you tried comedy? You wanted to to stretch your your talent, see how your talents worked in other areas, or yes. yeah. Yep, just to you know, spread the f- just to figure out what else I'm good at or what else I want to do. So then, as I did comedy from time to time, I'm like you know, eh, I'm actually you know pretty good at it. So I keep practicing over and over, practice my craft, and I realize um, due to you know half the things I've done, you know, mostly good things, mostly good things. So. Um, I've done a few crazy you know, stuff during my time, too. So I'm like, you know what? I might as well you know, talk about you know, doing me because I legit done some crazy stuff. So what what made you turn to to stand up? Like because there's there's a lot of other things you could have tried. I don't I don't know if you can sing well, but with your voice, you could have done like a voiceover work, that kind of thing. What what about stand up made you decide to do that? Just. Because you thought you were funny, or uh, I thought I was funny. Yeah, let's see, you know, I have good stage presence. You know, I have good um, public speaking, and plus, um, I, as much as I do love radio, it, it's somewhere in my mind. I'm like, I want people to know. You know, they know the voice. You know, every time, but I want them to know my face as well. Okay, that makes sense. Were there any comedians or comedy specials or, or you know? comedy shows movies that that made you like anything specifically that was like inspired you to do stand-up i can think a few like uh, eddie murphy movies uh mario lawrence movies um dave chappelle uh Charles gambino kevin hart so you only listen to black comics i like some white comics too i just can't think of the top of my head but i like some white comics not enough to remember who they yeah. are. Uh, like Gary Owens, they, yep, Gary Owens is that dude. Um, that's the only white dude I can think of. He's the the white comic that does well in like he's. Oh yeah, yeah. Towards yeah. the black crowd. Yes. So, yes, yes. 
technically he's a white. <clears throat> technically, so Deshaun, I still am not going to give it to you. Yeah, that you know any white comics like he. There's an asterisk by his name yeah. for sure. No, that's all good. So, out of those, who's your favorite? That's a good one. Probably Eddie Murphy. Okay. Do you do you do you like him more because of his movie career, or do, are you one of those like most comics? They they like him more for the uh, you know the early stand up days, or maybe like Saturday Night Live or something. Probably both. Yeah. Okay. I think he's had a lot of ups and downs in his movie career. He's yeah. had some really terrible movies and some really amazing movies. So. Oh, yeah. So amazing yeah. movies like Dreamgirls, uh, Mulan, Coming to America, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, and all those good ones. Uh, of course, the sucky ones, uh, Adventures of Pluto Nash. Um, they said Norbert was horrible. <laughs> Even though I love Norbert, that was a funny movie. Um Let's see. If you say the, Shrek is terrible, I'm going to punch you. I love Shrek. Okay. I, grew I just, up on I just Shrek. want to let you know. Yeah, Shrek's I, on the wind column. I grew yeah. up on Shrek, and I grew up on uh, the Haunted Mansion. Those are classics. So you're, you, you said you started comedy in Colorado. Yes. What was that like starting out there? Did, did you know other comics already? Was Did you just... Like, I mean, how did you get into that? What was your path to, to your first open mic? My path to my first open mic. So after I talked to um, you know, Christopher Reed, a kid from um, the comedy show, uh, I asked the owner, I'm like, um, so what is, like, how do you do all this? So he told me he has, like, you know, or he, he invites, like, comedians over and over. And then he said, if you want to be a stand-up comedy, uh, stand-up comic, you know, just come by open mic every Wednesday. So I'm like, oh. So I waited, uh, I think, a few days or a few weeks. So then as soon as um, it was like Wednesday, I drove up and then I shoot my shot. I had my first uh, open mic. Nice. How'd it go? It was good. I'd say probably C plus, B minus. And so you said you did it at Looney's. So it was an actual comedy club? Yes. Was it? Um, so I've done open mics at comedy clubs a few times and... From my experience, it's super professional. The audiences, you know, the, there's not a lot of like people talking in the back. It's was that your experience as well at that place? Was because you know you do open mic at Corky's. There's going to be people in the back. There's lights blinking everywhere. You know, or or any coffee shop bar. Um, did you have that same experience where it was like super professional? The the crowd was like in darkness and the spotlight and nobody was talking and you know like. It was. Yep, that's exactly how I remember. So um, as soon as I got up, there was like little lights. Uh, people got, you know, um, they were quiet. And then by the time the owner, he said he flashed a light. And then by the time you were over your time, he just cuts the mic off. Oh, and wow. Cap City threatened that, but I never saw it happen. In fact, there was one really, and it's always the worst comedians that are that go over. He went way over and the host went on the stage, but they never cut his mic. The host just took the mic away from him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So how did you prep for that? Did you? Yeah, was there rank? Because a lot of yeah. what we see you perform is kind of like crowd work or like um, roasting um, that doesn't look, that doesn't appear. And and I could be wrong. It doesn't appear for a lot of prep. Um, and so did, do you, what do you, what does your writing process look like? My process is sometimes uh, I write a few jokes. I'm like, okay, so um, I write that. So basically, um how I go up on stage, it depends how I do. Okay, I use this joke, it works, and then, okay, I use that joke, it didn't work. Or sometimes I you watch some of my videos and it'll just prep that way. So for me, I write sometimes, other times it's, I just go with the flow, you know, to see, you know, to shoot my shot and just see how it goes. I feel like, um, and anybody who has seen you perform before, I, I think would agree that you, there there are a few times where I'm like, okay, I've heard him tell these jokes before, but a lot of times you write stuff about stuff that either happened at that open mic that night or maybe somebody, a celebrity passed away or something. So you are very... In the moment, topical. In the moment, yeah. You're, so th I always think there's like there's two very contrasting as far as joke writing or, or usage of open mics where 
it's all current event. It's all in the moment. It's all crowd work. And then you have people that will write a set and they'll work on that set for weeks and weeks. And I, I feel like you're more towards the, um, you know, occasionally I'll hear you do a set that I've heard before, but you usually will do newer stuff. Like I said, either about that night, something happened, somebody said something earlier in the show or a celebrity died or you, you watched a movie that the day before. And do you, do you agree that's more your style? Like just, um, or do you write more and we just, you do it in a way that we don't notice? It's about 50, 50. Yeah. So it varies. And so that, that first open mic, did you, was your, was your performance style or, or your prep work different at that time? Did you spend a lot of time writing or did you just go up there and. Cause it and, never in a million years yeah. could I do that. Like I have to, I have to prep. Like I have to know what I'm going to say. Like I, like have my notes that I'll refer to and stuff, but I do envy that. Um, that's a good question, I guess. Because <laughs> I, I feel like even when you prep, I can tell there's an outline there and a few jokes, but you're still doing a lot of improvising. Because mm-hmm. I know I've heard you, you, when I first saw you the first few times, you were doing a joke about how you almost drowned at the lake. And it was the same basic story, but you kind of changed you were telling the story but it was not it was not the same it was not as if you had practiced that story 50 times and you know like it which is impressive to me because i i'm more of the opposite in where i've got to practice and i may throw a, a a line or do a little bit of crowd work but i don't have that skill that you and um like ladon sometimes does or or philly does almost every time uh, I guess it's just my brain skill. Yeah. I guess. Do you not? You don't remember how you the first time, like your prep, or? No. I'm just curious if if you just went up there and just was like, I'm just gonna yeah, let's see do what this, happens. or or yeah. if you actually wrote jokes because of how I know your style. The audience doesn't know, but I know your style, and to me, it would be interesting to see like have you spend a few weeks working on a set and then do the like because it's so different than your normal style. So I was curious if that's that first open mic, if maybe you did that since it was your first time or probably since it was yeah. my first time, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to shoot my shot. I see how it goes. Okay. Wow. That I, I was, um, and I, I need to maybe as bonus material sometime in the next few weeks, pull up that video from my first time. And, uh, I've got mine. We can, yeah. that, that'd be fun. That'd I can fun. pull out the audio and, and I was, it was a hundred percent me memorizing and, um, it went over a little well, but I, I could never, I could barely imagine doing stand-up period, let alone going up there without any kind yeah, of yeah. crap. So, that's impressive. That is, uh, that takes some balls. I guess that's why your voice is so deep, because you have such <laughs> giant balls. <Cajonous. laughs> so yeah, uh, Adam had mentioned that, that some nights we see you go up there and like we're outside hanging out of... Shout out Corky's. It's a local comedy club in Temple, Texas. Um, and like someone will kind of like make fun of what you're wearing or whatever, but you're kind of like rabbit from eight mile. Like you take that and you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, has that always been kind of your personality? Like, like you said, just kind of getting picked on growing up, like take the jab, but then use it against them almost like make it, make it one of your strong points. Yep. As a kid, uh, let's see, I didn't really know much, but then by the time when I moved in with my pops, uh, at 11, he told me, son, you got autism. I'm like, oh, okay. So I just took that with a grain of salt. So I looked at the ups and downs of that, and then I just realized, you know, I'm just going to just shoot my shot, you know, explore the world as it is. And, you know, me getting picked on is that, you know, is that um, okay? I know that sometimes I have trouble reading people in the room. So if I got people who um, <laughs> who make fun of me because I know they care, then yeah. And then I got you know people who um, you know make fun of me because you know in this world you know people like you, people don't like you. But you know, like my dad said, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, it just 
shoot your shot. And I couldn't let it bring me down because, you know, that saying haters, you know, you got to be the perfect motivator. So the more they do that, the more they, you know, it just builds up my confidence and keeps me going uh, over and over. Okay, nice. So one thing that I've heard from multiple sources, uh, books, um, different, you know, comedians talking about, you know, tips on, on comedy is that if you have something unusual about yourself, like if you're, if you're morbidly obese or if you're super tall, um, one of the things, yeah, open mic might be a little different because you only have a limited amount of time, but they say that, uh, you should just address the elephant in the room right away. So like if you were like, and I'm just a regular old middle-aged white guy, so I don't really have anything different about me, but you, as soon as you get up on the stage, people can hear your voice. Like that's, yeah. and probably, and because people shout you out so much, they hear that before you're on stage a lot of times, because you like to, to give it back <laughs> when the comic's on the stage. But do you, um, have you thought about writing some jokes? Like I said, it probably is not necessary in a, open mic but like for a showcase you know just an opener it, it's a good way to to make it personal to personalize um and to kind of just that can be your go-to when you do a showcase and this is kind of a question for you and a tip for the you know little gary listening at home you know who in wants indiana. to be a, a, in indiana who wants to be a, a stand-up comedian someday like um i i have heard you make some jokes about your voice um and use it to good effect. Uh, is that something that you've thought about, or or is that something you actively do, or is it just when it is everything you do just off the cuff, or or do you actually say, okay, well, I'm going to talk about my voice because people are going to hear it. They're going to. It was funny you brought you said a showcase. <laughs> so um, when I had my first showcase um, a couple of weeks ago, so um, I met with this lady. Her um, it's at this place called Total Elegance Creation. So it's like right by uh, Ross Kitchen. So. I met with her and then I just told her, I convinced her, let's do like a you know showcase. So I convinced her to do a showcase. So I got Jeremiah on board. I got my neighbor Diesel on board. So I had a lot of time to um, prep for that. So I wrote many jokes as I can. And then, okay, I'm like, okay. So I wrote many jokes as I can. And then I practiced over and over. So a good 15 minutes set. So, and by the time it was, um, it was time for the showcase. I got up, I got people's attention. So the first thing I did, yeah, I addressed the elephant in the room. Like I said, I told him I was autistic. So then I said, yes, I've done, you know, stuff in the past that you will never see. And yes, my voice is deep. All right. So, um, that's what my opener, opener was. So I told him how I was, um, you know, Jake from State Farm because I wore like a red vest and then khaki pants and black yeah. shoes. I'm like, yes, I'm the dark skin version of Jake from State Farm. All right. <laughs> Yes, I did Allstate. So you switch with me, I'm going to save you 50% more on your car insurance with Geico. So I told all those jokes, and yeah, it, it, it worked. And then I used all my good jokes because I I had more, but um, I just forgot. So I just had to improvise. Yeah. So that's why I started using like crowd work and everything. Yeah, I think especially the voice. Now, the autism thing, if somebody knows about autism, like – I'm, I may not have known you were autistic if you didn't right. tell us because you're not, you know, you're very functional. You're, you know, like a lot of the things that you like not being able to recognize, you know, recognize, what is the word? Like social cues. Social cues. Like yeah. I, I think comedians are an odd oh, yeah. bunch or antisocial or whatever, <laughs> like shy or whatever. So yeah, it's I think not, we're all it doesn't kind of stand out now. as much, but the voice I think can be distracting. And that's one of the things that they were talking about is if you are, um, really tall just say you're tall and then that gets it out of the way and the voice i think is definitely one of those things because people are gonna that's so that's it's not just a deep voice it's like a super deep voice and the autism autism thing i I think even though it's not the first thing as somebody who's not an expert on autism i don't think that's the first thing they're gonna when you get up on the stage but i do think it personalizes you and and it's not i mean there are some other autistic comedians like james garibay has Asperger's, um, which is on the spectrum of autism, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. I, I just want to make sure I wasn't saying and something Cl- wrong. And Chloe, I think, has mentioned she said, that a couple yeah. of times. And I think it might be more representative in the 
comedy field or maybe just people talk about it more because you want to get personal to bring in it's all crowd. these younger people yeah that's interesting we didn't have autism it's, it's the vitamin it's the, it's the the fluoride in the water it's the, the vaccines the gay it's, frogs um, the gay frogs from the capri suns okay so I, our I heard fluoride. supplements i heard fluorides i hear vaccine okay now the, the frogs that part got me explain the frogs I'm so curious. you know who alex jones is right yes uh anti uh negative billionaire uh alex jones he uh he filed for bankruptcy to get out yeah, of that pain that yeah what an asshole he uh <laughs> he at one there, you can look it up on the internet alex jones capri suns gay frogs he says that there's some chemicals in the either the the chemtrails in either in the juice itself or in the container i don't know what i he says it turns frogs gay yeah so and, it, and they kind of t- turn it into a meme yeah and then yeah, it's kind of like just a a cultural yeah. reference now. But fuck that guy. He's a yeah, piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't you just love conspiracies? They're they're I love them to a, a certain yeah, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. it was your crazy uncle like at Thanksgiving that everybody made fun of. We never landed uh, on the moon. But then that's when a fact. when that per- that I mean that's that's not a conspiracy. That's yeah. But when like <laughs> Alex Jones has the ear of the president, that's when it that's when yes. I don't love it as much. Right. I I did before we move on or continue on this uh you pronounced diesel's name diesel like a variation of are we doing it wrong are we doing uh, it are wrong? you doing i thought it, it was rhyming like diesel greasel uh, i say diesel greasel so what well, i said that's you a, said diesel like almost like denzel, denzel but oh, I, I mean he's a handsome guy similar to denzel washington but <laughs> I, I think diesel diesel if you're listening right now i'm sorry if i pronounce it but you still <laughs> Is that the autism that <laughs> yeah, not maybe. being able to pronounce diesel correctly, uh, so or is it you just nervous uh, or lack of sleep? I, I think all of the above. All of the above, yeah. and the uh, we made you coffee. The coffee yeah. that has the gay frog serum in it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feed the seer frog. Yeah, Dude, I, I got no frogs. I could not let that go. I it, <laughs> I probably derailed the show, but um, no, not at all. So you were talking about your showcase, and you set this up with the owner from Total Elegance. And that's impressive because at at some point people will start suggesting to you like let you you should start producing your own shows if you want stage time if you want to get in front of a decent audience. What I was impressed with Deshaun was your ticket sales. Like you were out there grinding on Wednesdays. I don't know who he was supposed to, but he was he was selling tickets at. Um, the local establishment we hang out with. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. We're, we're and, covering you. Allegedly. And, they don't I mean, how many people ended up being there? It was a good you know, good amount, like 15 to 20 people. So okay. it was pretty good crowd. Was it, was it a big venue or a small venue? It was a, a little small. So. And that's, so that's perfect. Yeah, that's what you want. You know, if Keep you have 15 or 20 in a big right. room, that may seem, <laughs> yeah. it may affect the... Oh yeah, the, the whole mood, the, the show. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. How did how do you feel? So I I had produced shows in the past, but it is a lot of work, and there's a lot of pressure on you, especially if you're having to come up with uh, money first. Yeah, then you have jerk pocket. You have jerk comedians um, backing out last minute. Yeah, and that yeah that is one of the things that um, it's when I was producing the show at the Brazos Theater, like that was mid COVID. So we had, I mean, we literally had a comedian pass away. Oh, wow. So um, how do you, like, I mean, you've only done the one showcase, so you don't have like a huge uh, portfolio, portfolio, but do you feel so far that it's worth the work and the time and the effort to produce the show or? I feel like it was worth it because, oh yeah, when I was uh, out there, you know, selling those tickets, it was hard, man. I had people. I had people walk away from me like I was a Jehovah Witness. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean when you're selling something, whether it's a comedy show or whatever, it, it yeah, don't strangers, like yeah, yeah, strangers are hardly interested. Yeah. Did you make enough money from the show to make my shirt? Uh, we're gonna come back to that one. <laughs> oh man. So his shirt is like some kind of multi-level marketing like yes. Ponzi scheme. I, I, like I think he, I own like scheme, 10. He, he took your money to buy no. the, for the shirt. Know what he did. No. I'm on I'm a tier two though. I know. I got I got the special shirt. I have shirts. I just have you know been you know, busy and you know, just 
a little bit of busy, a little bit of, you know, um, dealing with, you know, personal things that, you know, forget about this. But I haven't forgot about you. I know people who bought shirts with me. I swear I will get you your shirts. All I'm right. just going through. Them. Angelo, your shirt's coming. Well, in now, yes. now we need what, what did you what size did you order? Oh, yeah. I think I need to scale down a large. Yeah. Now we need like a medium or a large. Yeah. It's my first time as a businessman, so this. It, uh, but is, you're a good salesman, yeah. and I think that's where you. They, that's where I feel bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can tell you that is um, that is a skill that is not easy, especially for a lot of comics that are introverts and awkward, socially awkward like I am. I don't like selling tickets. I don't like yeah, yeah me either. Shirts, so it, like it, even in my own shows, like I'll tell people about it, but I don't. I just feel yeah. weird pushing stuff. I mean, maybe that's a personality thing. Yeah, that's because I'm an extrovert. So, you know, I'm a people person. I'm very sociable, sociable. And I'm like, you know, just um, experience the world um, uh, one day at a time. So I'm very, you know, friendly, too, because I used to be an introvert. I'm still an introvert. But, you know, I, sometimes I switch it up. I'm introvert. And then if uh, I want to, I could be an extrovert once people get to know me. Yeah, good yeah, balance. Like when you want to be on a podcast, you can be extra extroverted. Harassing people every other day. I'm just joking. You know, we wanted you on the podcast anyways. You didn't have to harass You me. just got bumped up the list. Well, we had, like I said, two or three weeks where we didn't record. So it, you didn't get bumped on the list. The list just was stagnant. It's, yeah. Yeah. So um, enough about the t-shirt scam you're running. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've talked about your comedy style. You're, you do a lot of crowd work. You do a lot of... Um, current events not just like current events like news events but even just current events in the comedy scene or that night um do you is there a comedian that you feel like you're comparable to um you know like that your style is comparable to or or if not a comedian besides eddie murphy because we already talked about him that you kind of feel inspired by that kind of fuels your style yeah let's see um mike epps um Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, a little bit of Cat Williams. Um, yes, I'm naming all the black comedians, so, <laughs> get, so don't give me that look. It's a, it's a diverse list of influences. I, I'm thinking okay. of some white people, all right? I can't I, think of nothing. He literally They're all African-American comics that were like huge in the a 2010s. A white male-driven... Industry. All right, okay, there's there's George Lopez. There's yeah. um, <laughs> still not white. There's Gabriel. Um, there's Fluffy. There's um, there's Louis C.K. But it has nothing to do with his comedy. It's yeah. the stuff he does behind just, hotel yeah, room. I like yeah. his kinks. <laughs> it take it took courage to do what he did. Uh, yes, that, did. those are your words, not mine. That, I didn't even say that. <laughs> I even mentioned Louis C.K. <laughs> Um, uh, Jim Carrey. Okay, good. Jim Carrey. Okay, there we Jim go. Carrey. Oh, I had to think. I gave that I thought. And he you? was an actual stand-up comedian. Yes. Yeah, he wasn't. Because I would, if if he was just a sketch comedy guy and then a movie actor, I would have made fun of you. But he was. He he did stand-up. Yeah. He was from yeah. Mad, right? Not SNL. No, he was on In Living Color. In Living which was Color. the Wayans yes, Brothers yes, show, yes, yes. which was uh, an amazing show. Yeah. 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 The firefighter, what was his name? Fire Marshal Bill, yeah. He also did a great Vanilla Ice. Uh, yeah, Venus de Milo, great. where he was a, which would probably not go over so well these days uh, with us being more politically correct, where he wore a bikini and was a oh, female yeah. bodybuilder. That would be quite that was offensive That a fantastic today, character. Yeah. In Living Color. Uh, side note, I guess bar trivia. Jennifer Lopez was... Uh, she was the chor- no, choreographer for the, the dancer, yeah, or, yeah. yeah. And she danced sometimes, but she was a choreographer. Yeah. And then they had a few, you know, startups. Like it made like half of everybody's careers, like uh, Jimmy Fox and um, yeah, Jim, Jamie Fox, uh, all the Wayans brothers, um, uh, Tommy Davidson. Although he was a stand-up comedy uh, comedian before, David um, Allen Gear, yeah, um, Jim Carrey, cool. um, the rest of them. So arguably, they. Yeah. They did, they've done better than Saturday Night Live. I think, <laughs> I think percentage-wise, yes. yes you know, maybe not like because Saturday Night Live has been around for like 75 no, no, years just... or something, but yeah. yeah. So uh, one thing we like to ask each comedian is, and, and you're on the spot, if you don't remember, because of your comedian style, your comedy style, you may not know, but do you remember um, the first joke you wrote or performed? 
or maybe one of your earlier. Let's see. <laughs> the first, it was, of course, in Colorado at Looney's, but I'm trying to figure out what joke I said that got people's attention. But I don't know. As soon as I started talking, everybody just started, you know, laughing. So they like they were just amazed at how deep my voice is. It so. must be nice. I feel like that's why you have to you have to dig into that, and you have to have at like least a, like yeah, yeah one a short showcase, comment, like a couple of minutes at, on top, you know, yeah. because that it it's distracting at first until you get used to it, you know. So you bring it up, you say, "Hey, I've got a deep voice." Ha ha ha, James Earl Jones, this is CNN. All right, let's move on. You know, like, I'm going to tell jokes now. Yeah. That could work. Yeah. So do you, I mean, it could work, but we can. But right now, yeah, I can't, I can't think of what the first joke I said. So. That's all right. It's got to be tougher if you are more of an improv, you know, like a off the cuff type of guy. It's got to be a little bit tougher to remember. Speaking of improv, you participate in civic theater yes i do so i do do some acting at this uh place called temple civic theater that's that's right by a temple college so whenever they have you know um, auditions i always be the first one there and then i you know memorize i do my acting and then boom so i remember um, the first time i did it it was um from this uh show his name was a uh, dr gary gosnick so um, he wrote this show called the other side of nothing it was like a very new play so I went and auditioned, and then um, I got the part. So I'm like, hey, this is going to be my first time doing a theater play. So as um, I'm prepping, it was the summer of 2021. So as I'm prepping, like, I already knew my lines, and I already knew everyone else's lines as well. So everyone was impressed. Is that – and I, if this is offensive, I apologize. Is that – do you just have a good memory, or is that like an autism oh, yeah. thing? Like, Is that a superpower? Oh, yeah, it's both. Yeah. Like, good memory, of course, there's an autism. Like, most people, you know – I feel like with autism, you know, you have to find, you know, most people find like what they're good at. Like when you watch that movie Rayman with Dustin Hoffman and uh, Tom Cruise, you know how. Uh, oh, do you want to go to Vegas? <laughs> See, math is my worst. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. Memorize. How are stuff. you going to help me profit? That's you, you, what I'm you, trying to figure you out. See, yeah, I said the same thing. Math is my weakness. That's like my, that's like my uh, criminal night how right do there. I exploit your autism for my. <laughs> I see, we're like the opposite because my memory is terrible. I'm super pasty white. I have a. Higher pitched voice, like we have the, we're like Bizarro. I'm the Bizarro Deshaun. Yes, so that's my own kryptonite. Is make is money. So I just don't understand it. I don't understand it either. <laughs> Trust me, you ain't the first one disappointed. My dad was disappointed because um, I took Spanish for a year. We went to Mexico during spring break. As they, this lady was talking in Spanish, he looks at me like, "Son, uh, what's she saying?" I'm like. I don't know. Yeah. I only <laughs> He's like, know how to ask where the library is. He's like, how the hell do you not know? I'm like, Pops, most people who take, you know, languages, they uh they, you know, they take like years, all right? I only took it for a year. Only words I know is hola, como estas? <laughs> if I want to flirt with a Spanish woman, I say muy bonita, senorita. There you go. You learn the important parts. <laughs> I learned the important parts. Yo quiero vagina. <laughs> the the poor favor. Yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> yeah, I so, so besides math being my kryptonite, um, kryptonite is also your kryptonite. Yes, you are from the planet. Is the planet also the called the, kryptonite? Uh, Krypton. He'll, he'll, he'll Krypton. be able to okay. answer that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So basically, yeah, as my as my strength is, uh, I'm a I'm a nerd. That's you talk a, with your hands. I talk Me with too. my hands. Um, I'm a nurse, so I know everything, you know, comic books, you know, movie-wise, and I know, like, who was in this, who was in that. And, um, and like, half the time, my dad calls me, like, son, who was in this movie? I'm like, da 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 And then, like, um, once I watch something or do something more and more, it, like, sticks to me. So um, I watch a movie. Okay, I already know who's in it. Like, I do um, acting. Okay, I already know my lines. I already know I got to be over there, be over there. And then if I'm doing, like, uh you know, comedy, if I'm you know, doing the showcase, I got to memorize, do this joke, do this joke. So basically, yeah, memorization and entertainment, yeah, those are my greatest strengths right there. I wish Very I had cool. your superpowers because my memory is terrible. My memory is terrible. So do you think the acting helps you? Because I feel like if I was a better actor, I could do better on stage. Yeah, for sure. Even if I had actor. a feign yeah. confidence. like yeah. Oh, yeah, it helps me. What do they call it? Fake it till you make it? That's what yeah, I feel like I need sure. to to be a good a, good enough actor to pretend like I'm good, 
and then maybe eventually I'll be good. That, and yeah, I have had some good people at the theater that helped me out too. I learned a lot from them. Okay, very cool. Deshaun got in trouble. Um, when was it? Last Wednesday? A couple Wednesdays ago? We were hanging out at Green Door during, um, like before Corky's, and they were doing their trivia night. And on the board, like, flashed like 10 Marvel characters. And before I could even look up and identify two of them, he listed like all 10, like in order. And then he was just like going around sharing answers to people. And then like people oh. were getting mad at him. They're like, this is trivia. And there were probably like prizes and stuff. Then it's probably like the highlight of their week. And you just ruined their whole week. I, I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I tried my best, but I couldn't resist. All right. It was so easy. And I took some notes. Do not tell Deshaun any secrets. It, it, so like, you cannot was, resist. I'm like, on the board, it was so easy. I mean, they had uh, Deadpool. They had Wolverine. They had uh, Blade. What's the Snipes? Uh, they had uh, um, the, the dude from Kick-Ass. Um, and they had, um, <laughs> and I, 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 I kid you not, like the, the comic book back in the days, you know, when I was in middle school, there was actually a movie called Kick-Ass. So um, it was actually a good movie. So um, there was like that. So there was um, yeah, there was so much like, like entertainment nerd-wise, boom. Like you asked me something, I already know. All right. Maybe that's how we exploit him. Trivia yeah. nights. Trivia nights, yeah. Okay, we'll take The prizes that. are like gift certificates to Fuzzy's Tacos or something. Now we need something. to find the cash prize one. <laughs> All, All right. right. I got our new side hustle. Sweet. It's always great when you can exploit your friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's just hope I can be famous after yeah. this. Yeah. The guy who's been banned from all trivia nights, Deshaun King. <laughs> <laughs> it usually takes a while before. Yeah. Well, and we can travel. It's all over. There's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's... It's not like there might be. There might be groups of like trivia hosts where they go on Reddit or something and share all their <laughs> trivia hosts and secrets and stuff. So it might happen sooner than we think. People right. keep telling me to try and become a geeks who drink yeah. quiz master. I don't know if it what the compensation like and if it's worth. It's the like time eighty and cash, effort. I yeah. think most most of the time, which isn't bad if you're doing it weekly. That's a car payment. How serious do they take it? Because if you fuck up, oh no! Well, no, they they email you like the questions and stuff, and then from my from a comedian point of view, I thought that'd be a good side hustle because I could sneak in some jokes like in between. I know a few comics that do that. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to go there, so I said geeks are doing so. I've been meaning to you know go and see what it's about one time one day. I mean, it's in the name; it's geeks who drink. Yeah, that's all you. (laughs) Do you drink, Deshaun? Yes, I do. Nice, nice. All right, well. We're getting we're getting close to the uh, end of the podcast. Do you have any any other questions for Deshaun there, Justin? Before we oh no. close thing up, yeah. I admire your persistence. All right. Um, so we we have every episode we end with a question. Um, do you have one piece of advice or um, just like trivia or advice or suggestion? that you wish you would have been given when you first started stand-up comedy? Uh, I wish I would, um, you know, just, you know, figure this out, like, sooner, like, earlier, you know, like, earlier when you, you know, figure out, like, what you want to do, like, when you hit, like, school, like, you just there to go to school, but then, you know, if you want to find something, like, career-wise, I, you know, wish, you know, I could, like, start earlier, like, Half the time, I started, like, mostly in college. Like, in high school, I didn't even really have a time. So, like, um, acting, I didn't start until, like, 2021. Um, like, comedy, I didn't start until, like, during my college year. So, if I if I wish I would have done it, like, earlier, then I maybe, you know, would have, you know, been ahead of the yeah. game. But, you know, I'm a late bloomer. I mean, I got all the time in the world. I mean, I'm only 26, so, like... Success, they say they found, you know, it doesn't, it comes like, it doesn't happen overnight, you know, it takes like years. And then, like, half the people, you know, I admire, you know, they ain't start to like late 20s, early 30s. Like, I did research at Denzel Washington. He had his first film role when he was like 27. Um, that Denzel Washington. That <laughs> Denzel Washington. And um, this actress named Regina Hall from Scary Movie, yeah. uh, she, had the best man and you know she was uh, 29 by that happened and um, 
this guy named uh, Winston Duke from Black Panther. He was like in his 30s when he was a uh, Black Panther was his first role. So I'm like, you know, I got time. So I'm not really in no rush. So what I'm going to do is just, you know, still keep doing what I'm doing. You know, still, you know, um, do comedy, still act, still, you know, announcing, you know, find something, you know, I could, you know, put my talents at good use. But then for now, you know, I just want to, you know, just take it slow and then just enjoy, you know, uh, life because, you know, they say life is short. I mean, it's next year is already 2023. So, so life is short. So I'm just going to just enjoy one moment at a time. And then hopefully when I hear, you know, knock on wood, when something comes my way, then hopefully, you know, it, it comes. All right. So start early. Start early. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that we kind of have already talked about where people like I'm a procrastinator. So somebody will say like, I'll, when I decided to do stand up, it took me weeks and weeks and weeks before I actually did it. Cause I was like, I, I need more practice. I need. So I think that is a, that is really good advice because what makes you better is getting on the stage and yeah. writing jokes and seeing if they work and then getting back on the stage and rewriting them. So yeah. getting your reps in. All right. So if, Nobody has anything else. Uh, Deshaun, do you have any plugs, your social media, anything that is happening post the holidays? Um, uh, post the holidays, I got nothing, but I am um, on my YouTube channel. So my friend, he uh, suggests that I should be uh, the next, you know, Mufasa because um, they said James O. Jones is retiring. So he gave this, me this idea that I just go on YouTube and start like um, doing monologues for Lion King. So I'm like, you know what? Hey, I might be the next Mufasa. So y'all, so help me out become, you know, make the dream into a reality. Or what's the name of that channel? So it's just my name, Deshaun King. So okay. I'm pretty basic. So it's just D-A-S-H-O-N and K-I-N-G. So that I just use that for my YouTube, my Facebook, and then for my Instagram, I just put Emperor Deshaun King. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Nice. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, follow Deshaun on all the social medias and come out and to uh, the different open mics. He'll be at Corky's most every Wednesday. And do you do any of the other open mics, Deshaun? Mm, just Corky's, but I'm trying to expand. I'm trying yeah. to find some more. So if you want to see more of Deshaun, um, pretty much every Wednesday, come out to Corky's and Temple. He'll be there and then follow us on social media. So, uh, Justin, you got anything? Nope. All right. Well, Sorry. thanks for listening. Thanks for being a wonderful guest, Deshaun. And, uh, Thank you for having me. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to They Said I'm Funny. Uh, you can email us at they said I'm funny at gmail.com. You can find our social media on Twitter. You can find us at they said I'm funny. And on Facebook, search for our page, they said I'm funny. You can also give us a call on our Google Voice number. Uh, that number is 254 294 6032. That is 254 294 6032. And thanks again for listening.